At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The morning DNA for December 13th, 2021. I am Aaron Dice, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. We are now in our proper places and ready to see what today is made of. Welcome back after a couple weeks off. Well, actually, one week Two? off, but well, Did I it miss was something. No, 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 no. We took one week off, but it makes for a two week period between shows. Oh, so that's what yeah. my brain my brain was thinking. It's been a couple weeks, which yes, yeah, somebody. <laughs> Somebody disturbed our Listen, I don't I don't do that to you. I don't do that to you when when you ask for a week off. Like, you know, it's, you don't have to place blame on me. You're right. <laughs> but that just means you're better than I am. <laughs> uh yeah, I was in New York City, um not as previously rumored by the internet's uh just angry that everybody was putting open drinks by their computers, which by the way, I don't think of myself as someone who's easily triggered, but it really does do something to me. Like yeah. those pictures, like I really do have like a visceral reaction to them. And it's not, it's not, it's not bad. Like it's not one of those things where like you don't have to feel bad for showing me those pictures. Like it's not a like a negative thing like that. It's not like sending Danae shark pictures, correct. for example. That is, the, that is the distinction I want to make. Like I, I think it's fun. Uh, but at the same time, when I see them, I do like my skin crawls. I'm just like, stop. Like, what are you doing? Like, I know you're being silly, but just one little accident and you just ruined hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. Maybe so. even thousands of dollars. It could be. It could could be. be. Yeah. I, I want to reiterate that is just the angle of the camera. <laughs> I am holding this perfectly. I'm good. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is not me. This is me tilting it. It's funny. That looks almost the same. That's that's really interesting. This is me not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameras are interesting. Angles cameras, are weird. Camera angles change things. They make us look. I love those um where they do the circular light. So it's like a, mm -hmm. a straight on shot of a person's face, and then they do the circular lighting and how much the shadows will change what someone looks like. Mm -hmm. I love that yeah. kind of stuff. It's so fascinating. To yeah, me. it is. It is really interesting. I'm um, glad we're back. Me too. I love our show. It, it oh, always yeah. feels strange to not connect with people. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder that when we do have blips in our schedule, we usually tweet about it. So if Correct. you're on Twitter, you can follow Aaron and Danae, and that's where we post our updates. I didn't even retweet it this time. Usually I'm pretty good at that, but I have not been good at that lately because I'm a human being and I think things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, retweet, I retweeted this one just because I thought it was... Uh, the funny. Whole, yeah, the whole computer uh, thing was was an interesting angle because seriously, like, you know, several of you posting on Twitter <laughs> pictures just to troll me makes a guy feel loved, you know, yeah. just to troll little old me, just to troll me. 
Uh, my house is full of cookie smells, by the way. Uh, my wife has been baking Christmas cookies all weekend, so I don't know if that's wonderful or torture. I can't decide <laughs> yet. Like which, like, it's both. which it is. It's they're wonderful it's a wonderful smells, torture. But I I cannot eat them all. Uh, I had no. one of them, and I was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough for today. You should so. not eat them all. No, no. You could. <laughs> it's true. It's but so you true. Not. I absolutely could. For those who are watching visually, usually Aaron is on one side of the screen and I'm on the other. We were in opposite spaces when the show started, which is mm. why Aaron said that we were in our places. However, real Mikey Alexander says in animal care, male animals are always uh, tagged or banded on the right side and mm. female animals are on the left. So the screen was correct the first time. Just a reminder, we're not being tagged or banded today. <laughs> So, <laughs> although because I'm charging my whoop right now, it kind of kind of looks like I'm tagged and banded. Like, <laughs> you're not kidding. It also looks like you're about to plug in and like charge. Yeah, charge yeah. up. That thing yeah. is so cool. It's nice. I like it. Um, I was working, so cool. I was working out this morning and was just able to just gauge my heart rate in real time and just kind of figure it out. Okay, when to push, when to you know back down, and yeah, no, it's it's nice. It's nice having a little uh, whoop band. Yeah, it's interesting yeah, yeah. to have a friend who has a whoop and who is obsessed with numbers and statistics mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. conversations begin with things like, I had a 98% recovery rate while sleeping last <laughs> night. Like conversations that would have never been, like who would have that conversations before technology? It had been someone going like, I think I slept pretty well last night. Mm -hmm. And Aaron's like, let me pull out this chart and this mm -hmm. graph and this pie thing and show you all of the ways that I'm getting really good rest. Three nights in a row, three nights in a row, I'm in 90% plus recovery. Uh, that is a record for me. I'm sleeping God. very, very well, apparently. So, I wonder yeah. how poor mine would be. Mm. Well, it's gotta be awful. I'm not getting a woo. <laughs> for the low, low price of $30 a month, you could find out. So how much is the actual device that you wear? You don't pay for the device. You pay thirty dollars a month. Mm -hmm. So okay. yeah, okay. yep. So, uh, but there is a there is a minimum contract so that you do end up at least covering the cost of the device. Um, is it seven so. years? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's six months. It's six months. So like it's under two hundred bucks uh, commitment over time. Oh no, yeah. So Lolly says my dad just got a CPAP that does sleep readings, and now he is also obsessed. I mean, yeah. it is interesting to have a machine or something, you know, be able to gauge what you maybe are like uh, things you're assuming about your sleep or assuming about yourself. I know mine would be crap. Like JCD also doesn't want to know. Look at that green. Look at that green. 92%. Look at that. I don't know what that means, but congratulations. It's a combination of things. Um, it means I'm sleeping well, the more. The sun is getting in my eyeballs. One sec. Yeah. Take care of it. Um, so yeah, so it's it's been nice for me. Hey, listen, if you're interested in doing Whoop, just let me know. I can get a referral, uh, and that is how. We, <gasps> well, welcome how... to our MLM chat. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's not an MLM. I just get a little While referral. While we're talking that's about it, it, let's talk about Juice Plus <laughs> and Kachava. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! What if, that's, what if that is all the morning DNA turned into? Was oh you and I God. just like giving our uh, rep codes for the different things that we're trying out? Some people love that stuff, though. I just yeah, I find it true. I find it hard to tell people what to do. I find it very difficult. That's why MLMs are so hard for me. Like I mm -hmm. I've taken Juice Plus for four years now, and I love it. Iris takes Juice Plus. 
like we really enjoy it we we feel great about it but like telling other people that they need to have fruits and vegetables in their life in this form mm -hmm. is not easy for me to do yeah so i'll regularly have you know a representative contact me and say like hey you know you would be so great just give them a code just give them your website they can go try this product blah 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 i'm like i just i i just feel strange about it i don't know yeah. i'm not an evangelist <laughs> well i i do think there's a difference between referral codes and mlms right like mlms like you have like dependent income on how many people you get underneath you that you know stay subscribed like a referral code is just like if somebody tries the product that you're trying you get like a one-time you know fifteen dollars off or mm -hmm. that kind of thing um so yeah i M mlms are a little spooky to me they, they turn a little cultish uh especially at the high levels um and yeah it's it's wild uh definitely have been to some of those parties <laughs> oh yeah uh, real mikey says aaron's mlm would be getting his correct change at the juice place Thank Let you. I think that's in reference you, to my protein shake, but yeah. I'll tell you how I can help you get correct change. <laughs> that's three right. Three easy steps. First thing is to sign up five other people underneath you to get correct mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's the first step. Uh, Lolly coming in. Uh, Aaron, do you have a minute to talk about your essential oil needs? <laughs> no. Oh my no, gosh. I don't. No, I don't uh well there you go the only mlm we're dealing with here is the morning dna uh, feel free to invite as many uh people What's, to watch as you want what does the mlm stand for for us the morning level well, multi, monkey yeah it's well it's multi-level marketing which is what you know that's what, what podcasts what's do what's our specialized oh um morning uh laughs Morning laughing monsters. Machine. <laughs> the morning laugh machine. That sounds, morning. Like, <laughs> that sounds like something from like a kid's cartoon. <laughs> yeah. The morning oh, laugh no. machine. Uh, you ready to shoot a dough? Yes, I am, but something right. is falling. You know what? I'll just let it fall. I'll just let right. it fall. Fall. Okay. Fall. You know, sometimes you just have to let things fall. And that's how it goes. <sighs> We're going to do the uh, D and A and U. We'll have a D topic and A topic and as many U topics as we can get to this morning. Um, so let's start with the D topic. Danae, what do you want to chat about this Monday morning? Well, I had an interesting experience with my friend Aaron and Ian, um, who you guys know from, I think our last episode was with Ian, wasn't it? I think we had the, two episodes two? ago was with Ian and then we had one, yeah, without him before we took the week off. Um, yep. Our buddy Ian coming into town from the UK, um, and we had like a list of things we wanted to to try to do together. And as our three weeks kind of was coming to a close, we realized we all wanted to go play pool together. And so the task became, where do you go play pool? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we, um, on the fly, we're sort of trying to figure it out. I got onto uh, like a little search thing and started reading reviews of diff different places. And I found a, <laughs> I found a local place. Now, this is us going outside of our comfort zone. I think all three of us went outside of our comfort zone for this one. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it ended up being a lot of fun, but we, I was looking at the different, you know, air places you can go. You can go to a billiard pool hall, which was further across town. Um, we could go here. We could go there. There's all these options. But one of them popped up and it was this bar called Grumpy's. And the only reason that I stayed on it, on this review of it, was because of the uh, comments about their billiards tables. It said three very important things. This is in this order. 
this is a dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet and the, there's always a pool table open. These are important things. Mm -hmm. to, so it's quiet. That, that kind of means that there's not going to be a ton of people. We didn't want to walk in to a place and have to scream over each other to talk or, you know, have that thing where there's just a whole bunch of people around because we're all kind of homebodies in general and also not bar goers at right. all. Right. So we pull up to this place and they have essentially taken like floor to ceiling stickers and covered every window and door there's yeah they have blacked the place out yeah no totally. way to see in the only right. way to find out what grumpy's looks like from the inside is to go inside mm -hmm. um and then you know you have the thing where you open the door and you know everyone's going to turn and look at you and we're all just kind of dealing with these various degrees of discomfort mm -hmm. Um, in the parking lot. In the parking lot. <laughs> before, even before even getting out of the vehicle, we're all like, what are we doing? Are we all about to get murdered? We're just not those people, right? It's mm -hmm. just like, let's go to a bar and play pool. But mm -hmm. we all wanted to play pool. It had been a long time since any of us did. And we kind of had the bug. And it's just like a fun thing to do. Um, and so, yeah, we actually at Aaron's uh, insistence decided to go in. I was just I, like, I've had enough of this. We're going in. And I got out of the vehicle and, and uh, everybody followed. So yeah. yeah, it was incredibly outside of our comfort zone for a lot of reasons. And it was perfect. It was like the perfect spot. It was a dive bar. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> I didn't realize those still existed like that. Of course they do. But it was like every every movie scene i've ever seen in like the 80s like the old bar where you know somebody's bullying somebody else and then they you know hit each other with pool sticks and like it was just it was that kind of place it was you know dark and seedy and amazing it was um so the pool tables were all professional pool tables uh they were really nice mm -hmm. all their pool cues were like the two or three that i picked up and kind of they were all even so yeah, they was, weren't warped they yeah. cared about their pool tables which is what we were there for we weren't there to drink we weren't there to like get on the jukebox we weren't there to do anything else we just wanted to play pool and so, the people do it bars whatever that may be whatever that might be but like the carpet had been repaired <laughs> with duct tape in like 50 areas so there's this entire strip so wherever you walked there was a 80 to 90% chance that you were going to be standing on a, a seam that was mm -hmm. held together with duct by tape. black duct tape. Mm -hmm. um, the bathroom door uh, traps you in. <laughs> you got trapped. You have to kick it open, basically. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was when Ian disappeared for a while. <laughs> we're like, I guess Ian really had to go to the bathroom. Super normal, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Sure. But then he comes out and he has a super awkward grin on his face, like, he was trapped in the bathroom and then Aaron went in later on and, and yeah, you had to like kick your way out. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, they make good memories. It's a really fun story. And it just got me thinking sometimes you really do go outside of your comfort zone and have like fun new memories. So I thought I'd ask you guys today when the last time was that you either went outside of your comfort zone or if you want to jump off of pool stories, whatever, or bar stories, for God's sakes, you guys yeah. always take these in and run with them anyway. <laughs> so. No, I think it's it is a good lesson in going outside of your comfort zone and just knowing okay. And, and sometimes listen, when you go outside your comfort zone, sometimes the stories aren't great. Like that's you know, that's part of the thing is there is a little bit of risk involved, but at the same time, 
um, you know, it's kind of that risk reward kind of thing. Um, and we definitely saw the reward of that going to this place and, uh, and playing pool, which by the way, I think all of us, our pool skills kind of held up over the years fairly well. So, I, I was very proud of myself yeah. at least two times. <laughs> <laughs> I won Aaron, like the first four games. Aaron and was then, the champ. And well, but, but Ian the had the best run. Champ. Ian had the best run on that last game where he ran like eight balls in a row. Like, yeah. That was so, dumb. Like, so <laughs> at that I point, have... I'm like, oh, you've been you've been letting me win. I see. Yeah. You've been letting me win. But yeah. I don't think he was. I don't think he He's was letting very, me win. very talented at the pool, although he has very strange rules, which is another story. I will also say, I will also say technically, technically, I won every game. If you go by the actual rules of pool, by the actual rules of <laughs> not, pool, not by Ian rules, because he uh, he scratched on the eight ball, which Listen. is a uh, forfeit. But. Just while we're bashing Ian because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> we're not bashing him. I said he had the best run of the night. He was That's incredible. True. He he comes he comes up and he's like, we have I we're gonna play American pool. Mm-hmm. So in the UK, he and his friends play pool the American way, which is not the American. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. at all. So that was a really interesting kind of thing. He's like, this is the rules. And we're like, we, those are not the, the Americans rules. <laughs> are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's like when a kid makes up stories about how to play, you know, something like a board game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go to a yeah. friend's house. Like, that's not how we play. Cause the family just ad- adapts to the, yeah, that's well, I think how I was, it was talking about this just a couple of weeks ago with the, the way we play the game Shanghai. Like we actually, yeah like have made this family version that is so different than the real game. And we actually tried to play the real game and enjoyed it. Um, but uh, but yeah, that just that just happens over time. Uh, JetsMet says, I like a good dive bar, mostly because you know no one will judge you there. You're not wrong. Um, I really enjoyed, I enjoy the vibe of it. You know, you walk in and it really is just like, hey, welcome, what do you want? Da, 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 da. And there really wasn't a lot of, you know, judgment. There, but there really weren't a lot of people there either, which was super no. nice. Yeah, we just got to kind of be and like, we like four people, maybe five, four people hanging out there. No, there's probably about ten, ten or fifteen. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Know, In our didn't area, notice. there was just a couple okay. that kind of came yeah. over to where we were. Yeah. But yeah, what an interesting experience. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. That, I'm glad I went outside of my comfort zone because I never walk into something that is described positively as a dive bar on the mm-hmm. reviews that's just not right. something i would normally jump in and do hey can i ask you something mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you do you feel like there was definitely a everybody look at who's coming in fresh meat uh vibe when we walked in like you know like new people will they be regular like i just yeah. i felt an immediate like yeah hmm, who are these people can we yeah. bring them into our our community here like <laughs> which i totally get but there was also an element of I don't know, seediness to it that was uh, a little weird for me, not something I experience all the time. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my perception. Did someone try to sell you drugs or something? Uh, uh, No, not drugs. More more a little like uh, making eyes kind of thing. More a little like, uh, yeah, did you you not sense that at all? Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just my perception that bars are like a hookup place and immediately somebody comes in and it's like, hmm. I wonder what they're Take here for. Me home tonight. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, but I am completely clueless. So I totally admit that could be completely perception. So, well, I yeah. don't know. I didn't get that vibe, but that's you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I think I think alcohol because that's outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> sure. Everything. When do you go to bars, though, Aaron? 
Okay, so great question. Uh, first time. Uh, first time I've ever been to an actual bar like that ever in my entire life. Uh, the only bars I've ever been to uh, were included in restaurants um, that I go that I have gone to, like Whoa. Red Lobster or whatever. That is the first time I've been to an actual bar. Or a hotel. Maybe I've walked into a hotel bar, but those are actually kind of usually restaurants too. But no, I've, I've never, never, that's first time, first time. Genuinely believe that to be true. I could be wrong. Obviously, memory is right, weird. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, 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 no yep, yep. No, well, it makes sense. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe after watching bar scenes and movies and stuff, maybe there's that assumption that, you know, people are trying to give you the eye. But mm -hmm. to me, it, you never know until someone comes up and is more obvious about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. But I think that the idea that when you open the door and you walk in, people turn around and look at you. That's something that happens when you go into a restaurant or when you walk into a room at school and like yes. people always turn and look. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in a bar, I'm sure that's a different set of I'm looking than when you're going mm -hmm. into the cafeteria, for yeah. example. Probably like, oh, I wonder what this person's gonna bring. Because, you know, there are people that are there are probably locals and it's like, are they gonna be disruptive? Are they gonna, mm -hmm. you know, yeah they, totally you know, what are they gonna do here in this space like we just yeah. want to walk in and play pool so that was great and that's um, what we did and, and yeah did. and we were welcome there for sure uh, uh real mikey alexander says latest comfort zone challenge is going to friends giving dinner two years into a pandemic mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah 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 lots of comfort zone challenges the last couple of years for sure yeah yeah i really didn't think about the question that i was asking with the pandemic filter on it i think because we've probably talked about pandemic changes enough that i didn't i didn't really think about that but yeah there's been a lot of those i mean even conversational comfort zones right like you know having tough conversations with friends or family members about the pandemic or politics or whatever like those comfort zones can be important to you know wade into every once in a while too not all the time sometimes you have to know when to stay out of those conversations but they are important conversations especially with the people you love the most you know like mm -hmm. it's important to you know, to have those, um, those deeper talks, I think. And so, you know, that's another good time to, to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and talk about something that's, you know, a little hard. Somebody you love disagrees with you on something. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world to disagree. Um, and those conversations are the only way that hearts change over time. So, yeah, the I think it's important. You know. <laughs> and JCD says, at some point, I'm going to try to get out of mine with a dating app. Other than that, I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Dating apps, man. JCD, looking at the dating app. Good luck. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. Have boundaries. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Know your boundaries. Am says I the guy. A... Says the guy who the last time he went on a non-married date was you know twenty-five years ago. So How yeah, twenty-six man. years ago. I have a friend <laughs> who was using a dating app and then switched to a new one. Um, gosh, her stories. I I can't imagine. And I don't have to, but I can't. I just like it's it. What a weird, what a weird way to you know find people. It could be an amazing way. I've heard great stories. I've heard horror stories. So yeah, yep, could be interesting. Uh, let's see. What other comfort zone stories? I think meeting people is probably mine more often than not, and just you know being willing to step out and meet somebody new and and that kind of stuff because that's not my instinct necessarily. Yeah. You were way out of my comfort zone when we met, like, you know, being Tony. being friends with a female. Yeah, it's totally out of my comfort zone. What, so, me? Yeah. I just exist outside of comfort. 
<laughs> uh, Jet says college. I needed a fourth class for college. And so I took a class about theater. I have no interest in theater, but learned a lot about story structure and how when you put like a stage story together, you have to focus on the story, not the environment. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think school would be a big one for me just in general. If I were to go to college, um, that would be a really uh, outside of my comfort zone experience, especially like that, taking a different class, something that's not what you are interested in. My issue when I had it, when, when you go from like high school and the expectation is that you then go to college, my problem is that I wasn't interested in anything. And mm-hmm. so everything yeah. was a challenge, um, which is why I decided not to go at the time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, sounds like there's more here and no pressure to share anything you do not want to share, uh, Tyler, but you did you did share this and I want to say it because it has some, some good stuff in it. Tyler says, it's been really hard to look at babies since May. Thanksgiving week weekend, I held a baby for the first time since May. I'm really glad I did. They are cute. Um, so yeah, kind of stepping out of your mm-hmm. comfort zone and, and uh, doing something that it's been hard to do for a while. Um, so yeah, wanted to give some some oxygen and space to that as well. It's nice to just follow your instincts too. Sometimes it's just the right time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. For uh, for me, it was like, okay, we're, we want to play pool. Let's make this happen. You know, Ian's not going to be here for long. Let's do something right. fun. And then that that's the, uh, the inspiration for getting outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Um, here's another one from JCD, you know, thinking about it, getting my master's degree was in my comfort zone, but doing it online, I think wasn't or opposite of that. But one of those two probably those... wasn't. And one of them was, do we want to, do we want to guess? I'm going getting... to guess doing it online. I'm going to say master's degree was not in the comfort zone. Online was. Yeah. That makes, that makes the most sense to me. Um, but, but that's from my perspective. So yes uh love you guys too thanks to all of my uh my twitch family um breezy yeah. for your resub i really appreciate it and it's good to see you mwah, mwah. nice uh, you ready to go to yours aaron sure we can go to mine uh guys i don't know if you know this uh christmas is next week um it's not a week away but it is the end of next week uh oh, and that no. is no <laughs> that is blowing my mind Aaron, why did you say that <laughs> no i've got so much to do i know listen denial is never the solution danae denial is never the solution uh yeah christmas is the end of next week oh no um oh, <laughs> so... no 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 so we've been doing some decorating, and uh, today I know your house is uh, decorated as well. You guys have a giant new tree, which is awesome. But it just got me wondering, like, what's your favorite Christmas tree decoration? What that oh, means something no, to you, or it no. could just be <laughs> okay. I'm changing my topic to what's oh, that thing no, that you've been putting I'm so off outside of my comfort zone right now. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas tree decoration or just a holiday decoration in general? Um, yes. So. Oh God! <laughs> I like the chat. The chat is full of everybody just being like, "How dare you?" And I'm like, "I'm just stating facts." It's next week is Christmas. That is I a hurt. fact. I am in pain. The agony. <laughs> chat. Uh, uh, top Mrs. Mountain says decorating homemade ornaments that mm, we make each year. We did that when I was a kid. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you Still try to keep them all, or mm-hmm. do is it just like a once and done? 
We keep ours. I still have ornaments from when I was like two or three years old, you know, from the 70s, late 70s. So, um, yeah, we, we definitely keep ours for sure. Uh, JCD says favorite ornament has to be the ones uh, gifted to me by my grandmother and aunt who are sadly not with mm -hmm. us any longer. Yeah, those are those are some important ones when you know it came from someone special. Um, yeah, who's moved on. Yeah, definitely. <gasps> Nick. This is so rad. Nick found a Kingdom Hearts Mickey Christmas ornament. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, Danger Sweet says, we got one this year. It's a transparent plastic bobble with a ribbon inside. Mm -hmm. We're meant to cut the ribbon to our kid's height. Then we can get it out each year and see how much they've grown. That's an interesting idea. I'm not sure I'm following completely. So it's like, I it's love, like a, I love the it's concept, like a clear, but... I think if I understand, it's a clear ornament that has a ribbon inside. Yeah, we've got a couple of plastic you bobble ornaments. You take the ribbon yeah. out, you cut it to the kid's length, you put the ribbon back in, so the the ornament is the ribbon inside, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then every year you take it out and you can see how much the kids have grown. Yeah, but you can only do that once, right? Well, I'm not you saying that you cut it again. I'm saying that you can't, so suddenly it's like, oh, look, this ribbon is now only up to your knee because you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I was trying to think of a way to make make it consecutive, right? Like the idea being like somehow the you ribbon just add more ribbons every grows? year. I don't I don't know. Uh yeah. I got you danger. Yeah. I see it. So really I the ribbon it. is is just the size of your your baby the first their first Christmas. Is that right? Am I understanding that correctly? The Christmas that you start at. So like for Iris, if we did it this Do year, you put a she... new ribbon in each year? No. Okay. Right. No. You you put what what I would do is I would put in a little slip of paper that says still taller <laughs> still taller 2022 Half still taller below my ribbon <laughs> going ribbon. the correct way <laughs> uh, doc says mine's kind of lame but i have an 80s teenage mutant ninja turtle trio that's nice. not lame that's not lame that's amazing that's incredible uh, yeah those those pop culture ones are 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 really fun sometimes um you know just kind of seeing you know what you loved back in the day and that kind of stuff yeah for sure uh, Jet says a giant inflatable Mets home run apple on your tree. Mets home run apple. I didn't. I, I don't even know what that is. But congratulations <laughs> on your home run apple. What in the world? Uh, Lolly says we have a clay paw print from the year we got our dog. Oh, and have some I inherited from my late grandmother. Also, the wooden star I bought the year that we got engaged. We have a couple uh, ornaments uh, with our dogs of the past uh, names on them that go on the tree. I just want to let you special. know that I feel this great rumbling. My mother is in the chat. She has enough ornaments to fill five trees. Mm -hmm. And right now I know she's typing. We've got one, <laughs> but she is the kind of person. I actually think I have a video of her. She one of the trees one she has multiple one of the trees is a rotating tree and so this video where i'm just holding the camera still and mom is pointing it out and she's like this one i got here and this one is this history and mm -hmm. this one is this history yeah. and this one and i'm like i woke up today how do you remember all of these things that you've purchased yeah it's crazy to me i need to actually write them down in some sort because you know i'm gonna get them someday we you actually know i'm gonna get the yeah ornament dump we have uh we have the years in the initials of uh on every ornament somewhere uh some of them are like sewn in some of them are like part of the craft 
Um, some cool. of them are written on with Sharpie, but yeah, if you look around the ornament, you'll see like 89, you know, uh, mm -hmm. ARD, which means it was my ornament in 1989 or, sure. you know, that's easy. But my mm -hmm. mom is like next level. She's like, it was approximately 14 degrees outside <laughs> when I came upon yes. the star, when I came upon the star that led me to your ornament <laughs> and lo and behold, the angels sang, Oh, Mickey ornament. It's incredible. It's amazing. I really, truly need to just take a picture of, of them, you know, and then like put them in like a little book mm -hmm. and then have her write down the history of all the ornaments because yeah, that would be the only way that I'm going to remember. I don't know if Iris is going to be the kind of kid who wants to know the details of the history of this stuff, but um, be like, oh, mom, look at this ornament. It's so mm -hmm. cool. What, yeah. What's the what, what? What? Tell me about this one. I'll be like, it appears to be made of plastic. Um, <laughs> uh, probably crafted, mm -hmm. designed by a human, mm -hmm. crafted by a machine. Um, Nicely done. You're, I love you're doing you. great. <laughs> That's just how you finish everything. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah. I one that I uh, often have talked about really, really loving is what I call stretchy Santa. And Stretchy Santa I got in like the late 80s. So I would have been probably like 14, something like 13 or 14. Is this like and Stretch Armstrong, but Santa? No, 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 no. It's, okay. not, it, it's not. It's just that because my nickname was Stretch. And by the time I was 13 or 14, I was this tall. Like I haven't grown since I was 15. So um, so I was six foot six as like a 14 year old. And people thought I was going to be, you know, like seven, two and playing in the NBA and all that kind of, but, uh, I, they found a Santa that was like tall and like, just like a really like tall stretched out Santa. And they gave it to me. And I just, I remember thinking that was the coolest thing. There was like stretchy Santa. I have no idea why, but it's like one of my favorite ornaments. And, uh, and yeah, I got knocked off the tree about three years ago and broke in half. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so that happens uh, occasionally. But um, but yeah. The other one I would mention is the Flornament. Um, oh, yes. yes. We have Let a Flornament. Forget the Flornament. <laughs> Go on. Which is an ornament that's too heavy to hang on the tree. Uh, and so you just set it on the floor below, <laughs> below the tree. And it's called a Flornament. A giant, you know, thing that, that won't hang on the tree. So it works out nicely. Nick says, my favorite is a cute stylized R2-D2 3PO slash 3PO and my shuttlecraft that has nice. a button where Spock says, shuttlecraft to Enterprise, happy holidays, <laughs> live long and prosper. Does it still work? Or is it like over time it's going to be like, right. like, like, like uh, Toy Story 4 uh, with the drawstring and the they have to replace. Yeah, it starts sounding demonic. Yeah, definitely. Matt says, uh, the sometimes strange ornament that we make each year that is supposed to encapsulate our summary of the previous year and some are far stranger than others. I think that'd be mm -hmm. difficult to do. We we have started to try to do a gift ever or a gift a ornament every year since Iris. Um, and sometimes they're handcrafted and uh you have to be careful about the size of those. It's just like I was going to take Iris to go get some stuff painted. We have like a local mm -hmm. pottery place where you, they have ornaments, but they're really huge. If we do that every year, I guess why not, right? right. I guess You've the got answer a tree is for why it. not. You've got a tree for it. We, listen, we've got four kids and we did an ornament every year for each of them. You know what I mean? Like there's it's, room. There's room. You can find room. room. Your tree starts to look uh, look really crazy, but yeah. That's great. Nice. That's what they're for. Yeah. Uh, Tyler says, I have a stocking my grandmother handmade when I was a baby. I'm not allowed to have it yet because my mom still wants to hang it with my siblings, but it is pretty and is like a warm hug. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Real says, when I do decorate, I like simple blue and white lights strung together. Nice. Perfect. Also, Dane, Danger Sweet says, uh, I played the Mets home run apple in my school nativity. <laughs> this has I don't know what's the things you on. don't know living outside of New York, I guess. <laughs> my favorite is Jet Spence is like, nice. <laughs> It's not so much. It's not so much that you played the Mets home run apple. It's that the Mets home run apple is in your school nativity. That is the humor here. Like the shining star. <laughs> yes. It's just like this big apple. Oh, good night. Oh uh, no. Is that? Wait. Is it? A, it must. It must be a, a reference to the big apple, right? It has to be. My mother just posted she's not putting up a tree this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we I put up, we've, the last two years, wrong. we put up a small tree instead of a big tree. Um, it's definitely been uh, a little bit different, but it's okay. It's all right. Oh, oh, we're calling. We're calling. Uh, the, this Hello? Is, Are you this okay, Mom? No, but that's okay. <laughs> Do I need to come over and help you put up a tree? <laughs> um, no, Dad is still tearing down the fireplace, and it gets really dusty, and I don't want to dust a tree every day. Okay, okay. Makes sense. That makes All sense. Right. What about a little mini tree? Well, we might consider that in the family room where I can close the door. Mom, you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to... Okay, well, thanks for being honest about not being okay. That's not easy to do. Yeah, I'm not okay, but I'll be okay. Eventually. Oh, okay, chat. Give give mom hugs. Hugs, hugs, Love hugs for Breezy. I just hung up on my mother after checking in with her, so they kind of balance. They out. balance each other out, right? That's that's the day math right there. Mm -hmm. I checked in on you, but I also hung up on you. Yes. <laughs> Lolly <laughs> says mom has a uh, trees, a real tree in the hall with elegant ornaments, a small artificial tree in the lounge with the childhood crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does. I, I I think there's something really uh, fun about that. You know, just all the crap that ends up on the tree, I think, is, is kind of fun. So. Um, apparently, Jets has posted a link somewhere of this <laughs> apple that we're supposed to find. And Well, I'm sure I could Google it. I just, I'm having more fun just imagining it. Um, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, you ready to move on to you questions, Danae? Yeah, let's do it. Um, you questions where you don't have to be reminded that uh, Christmas is next week. <laughs> oh God, that is so insane to me. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, here's the portion of the show where you guys can ask us anything you want to. Just put a U in front of it so that we know that you're asking us a question. I saw one about Ian way earlier. I think that got buried. I don't know if it was a real question or not, but if you do want to ask a question about Ian, we can try to answer it unless I already did something but I will go back and see if I can find that one. Well, while you're looking for that, Lolly has a you question. How much unresolved resentment do you have to the girl at infant school who got to be Mary in the Nativity two years in a row, even though some of us got stuck in the angel chorus every year? No, just me? Um, yeah, Lolly, it wow. sounds like you need to process some things. Wow. Um, some unresolved resentment for... Just think about uh, it. It's not all that great to be Mary. She was judged hardcore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, People she was. People don't be talking about that, you know? Yeah. Angel's the way to be. Everybody loves angels. Mary, though, <laughs> uh, people yeah. question her a lot. That's true. You know? That's true. I definitely had my share of Christmas play, uh, you know, part wanting. That is definitely a thing I remember was like wanting a certain part in the Christmas play or nativity or whatever. 
Lolly, we know you would have been a great Mary. Um, we're also sure you were a great Andrew. We you want very, to just everyone well. call her Mary, please, for the rest of the chat today. Please refer yes. to Lolly as Mary. Yeah, Mary Pop Shoes. Uh, Mary Pop Which is a little, little too close to Mary Poppins, probably. No, but, it's great. Uh, that works. Uh, Jets Mess, uh, uh, Matt says, you question, why the beard? Um, that's a great question. I don't want it. I don't want the beard. That's why the beard. At the end of the day, it's incentive. Uh, I get to shave it when I lose a certain amount of weight, which has been going really well lately. Uh, I think I've got like eight more pounds uh, before I get to shave again. So I'm almost there. This um, is the scruffiest I've ever seen you. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about, I've thought about doing a little more trimming, you trim. but you should trim I, and see what happens. Have some I do. fun in there. I do. But, um, <gasps> we should yes. get you beard stuff. <laughs> like beard like oil little conditioners and stuff like mm -hmm. that yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. you can like no the goal oh, is like to a, shave it or like a or like a hair straightener so that it's mm -hmm. not curly you can just kind of like go straight down <laughs> it does curl up i have i have one hair uh on the side of my mustache that every once in a while decides to go like out the other direction <laughs> it's just like hanging out out here back in place buddy All back the, in place i can't even imagine I can't imagine. I found I found the question and I already had it up on screen, but did not acknowledge mm. it. The question was from JCD who asks Ian, who is not here, how many packets of U.S. biscuits did he take home with you him? You do not want to take those on a plane. You do not want to take those biscuits on a plane because they will pop. Um, mm -hmm. So, yes, Lolly. Lolly Mary, points it Mary, out. Mary Pop Mary, Shoes. Mary Pop Shoes says, do uh, you know what happens <laughs> with those getting pressurized? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's more. It's not like a sound. It's like a sound. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. uh let's see nick says aaron with encanto being top two in the box office for a third week do you think disney jumped the gun announcing it for disney plus on christmas eve well you can look at it a couple ways um if you're talking about financially for them maybe um but i think the stats have been pretty interesting about stuff at the box office versus streaming and I'm not sure streaming cannibalizes uh, box office stats all that much if I'm looking at some of the things that have happened over the pandemic, um, which is interesting because I would have thought it would have cannibalized it more. So I'm not sure that's bad. On a philosophical standpoint, uh, no. Drop it as quick as possible is my opinion. In fact, I think everything should be day and date, um, but that's just me. So people will still go to the movies when they want to go to the movies, but it just makes it easier for people to see your stuff, be involved in your content, and long-term, your streaming service is going to be where you're making most of your money. So not you technically a you question. This came from something we said earlier. Don't remember what, but JC says ARD. Aaron has a middle name. Indeed. Is yeah, that is that a surprise? We've talked about my middle. We we I mean Varky, right? We've talked about Fur Fur and Varky. The Fur and Varky show. And uh Varky comes from uh, my initials, ARD, Ard, Ardvark, Varky, uh, because that's how an eight year old gives himself a nickname. Um so, yes. I missed this uh, <clears throat> comment earlier, so I'm going to go back to it from Real Monkey Alexander, who says, ornaments are like magic the gathering cards for Denise's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's true. So much. It's, yes. No, and the collectibles. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Danger Suite says, best Christmas present you ever got. Boy, that's that's hard. Um, that's That's a difficult one. Do you have one? Danae immediately comes to mind, like best Christmas present ever. Like if I think of like my excitement level was when I was a kid getting Nintendo stuff. Like anytime there was a new Nintendo machine out when I was a kid, that was like best Christmas ever. Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, like I was right in the heart of that Cabbage Patch Kid thing and definitely was really, really excited about, uh, about my Cabbage Patch Kid. 
Um, but that's just like excitement stuff. So I don't know about necessarily like actual mm. best like Christmas present I ever got. I have a really hard time remembering when people give me things like when I receive them. Um, like a couple of years ago, my mom and dad got me a backpack that I really liked. Um, I've been looking for something unique and the funny thing about it is like I saw it at the store and my mom and dad went back for it like immediately and picked it up and I just wasn't expecting it at all. So, but it's strange because I think what stands out for me the most is just, you know, receiving something that you really, really, really wanted that you weren't expecting to get. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. A lot of times gifts are just, you know, when people see something and they're like, this reminds me of this person and so I'm going to give it to this person. and that's what's meaningful to me is like, uh, so-and-so is thinking of me when they got this item. It's not mm -hmm. that the item means something, it's like the exchange that means something. So mm -hmm. it's hard for me to recall uh, like really big ones. Yeah, um, I agree. I think, I think when I was younger, I don't remember if it was like a birthday or Christmas, but I remember getting my own phone number. I thought that was one of the coolest things ever because it was a huge sign of independence. Nice. Um, you know, I didn't have to coordinate with the family to call a friend. I had my own line into the house and that was a, a really big deal. And I knew that it was a sacrifice for my, my parents to do that too. So I remember that one being a big deal too. I yeah. just don't remember if it was for Christmas or not. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tyler with a, a good question. What's something you wish you knew about someone before they passed? I was volunteered to make a video for my wife's grandparents' funeral. I did not know just how cute and in love that they were. Um, I love that kind of stuff. I actually video interviewed my grandpa before he passed and talked to him about growing up and um, learned a lot of stuff and was glad I did that. Um, it's very easy to get so self-centered, right? Like on our own life and our own stories that, you know, we forget just what a treasure uh, every human who is, you know, breathing and living and all the stories they have to tell and the things that we could learn from them. And uh Oh, Aaron's getting emotional, Chad. Let's take a moment to send him some love. He can't talk because look at him sobbing. He's got emotions because he's not <clears throat> a robot. I love my emotions. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's really important to to tell those stories. So yeah. Now it was a really meaningful cry. it was a meaningful moment. It was a meaningful moment. Um, Brought to you by I love, emotion. I love that we I love that we both play our roles in these moments where it's like Aaron gets emotional and Danae immediately <laughs> sings to try to dissipate any kind uh, of uh any kind of emotion. Um it works really, really well. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, that's me processing emotion. <laughs> uh what about you, Danae? How would you answer that question? Um yeah, I I agree with you. I, I have talked to people as they grow older and mm -hmm. I find it to be incredibly sad <laughs> um, because, you know, time is a fleeting thing. But I feel like there's really good advice that people have when they have so many years to look back on. And elders have a way of just simplifying things. I think, you know, I remember being so incredibly emotional in my teens because emotion was still so raw. And I watch Iris mm -hmm. and her emotions and how huge yeah. it is. It's like the most important yeah. thing is happening to her right now. And it's the fact that her candy bar, or rather her like 
her breakfast bar that she has broken too. And this is the worst thing that's ever happened in her life. And then like, from my perspective, I'm like, oh, sweetheart, just wait until I tell you about taxes or something, you know, like, (laughs) right. And I feel like the older that we get, the more you can just take and help hone in on and focus in on what is actually important. And I, I think every time I talk to somebody who is an elder, they always seem to have similar advice, which is spend time with people, invest in people, um, and cling on to the people that love you and like invest in people who actually love you. Like it seems to be about people more than it Mm. is about cool technology or the best car, or there's just something about that being more meaningful at the end than anything else. So yeah, I think that's something, um, like when I think about people who passed away, I think I, I wonder, I wish that I would have known something about them. It's usually advice. It's usually something like a piece of wisdom that they would give. That's usually what yeah. it is for me. Totally agree. 100%. That or a secret that they decided never to tell anybody. <laughs> something really cool. Like, tell me something that nobody knows. You know, you can make that up. You could just say, hey, you know what such and such <laughs> told me before they passed? <laughs> just make something up. Totally do that. Would uh, not know. Um, will you pop down to the end? There's some really interesting chat. Like I think there's something from Lolly sure. that just popped up about her grandmother before I go on to the next you question. Absolutely. Lolly says my other grandmother had a way to tell stories that sound really quiet. Then suddenly it's like, and that's where we found the unexploded bomb. They evacuated the whole street. I think it was Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. And then suddenly it's back to a totally normal normal story, like the bomb didn't happen. Uh yeah. 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 That is fun. Uh, Jets stuff. has another one in there. Um, in my job, I wheelchair people around the airport and one person has stuck with me. This 98 year old woman flying alone to see her daughter for her birthday. Just amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Or to think about things like, you know, uh, traveling by themselves to Africa, you know, in like the 20s and just how different life was. You just hear these things. And when you put it into perspective, when you put it into context, you know, woman alone, uh, you just kind of hear these brave stories that can really inspire. Um, I wanted to bring this one up from Lucas who says, I'm very sad to hear about one of the Syncast members uh, leaving the team. We really haven't talked about this publicly yet, um, but yeah, I just, uh, it's a great, I think the question that I would take from this or like what I would answer is anytime things change, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And anytime a structure changes or a group changes and the dynamic changes, it can be really intense. Um, and we have a very public job where uh, a lot of people have been interacting with the team. And when that changes, we really understand that it's going to be a process for people. Oh. And I just I just wanted to kind of uh, take this not as a question necessarily, but just say, like, I think one of the things I take from this is that, yeah, it's different and it's like mm-hmm. emotional and emotion is OK, says the robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. D. There's a D and an A question from Ooh. Real Mikey. The D question is, "What's a movie outside your comfort zone that you really liked?" Oh God, oh, I don't remember. Oh, these are so hard for me because I mm-hmm. can't remember. Yeah. Um, let's say La La Land that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> He's just predicting the future. I'm excited. I'm glad you think you're really going to like it. That's nice. That's nice. I'm going to say anything on Aaron's list is probably one that I'm going to like, but I haven't seen yet. Um, I don't even remember what the list is, but Aaron does keep a list for me. I do. There's a spreadsheet of things Danae will love that she will never watch. Um, I don't know how many are on it now. Probably 20. 
Yeah, that list was designed specifically for TV shows. I do not have oh. a movie list, um, well, although I could it. make one if you want one. <laughs> sure. Uh, the A version of that question is, Aaron, what's a social situation outside your comfort zone uh, that you ended up liking? And man, that is that is difficult to say. Um, social situation that I ended up liking. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I mean listen social I have this weird relationship with uh social situations and what I mean by that is meeting people right like being around groups of people number 1 I love performing so there's a part of me that 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 turns on right like there's a part of me that gets to be gregarious funny silly make jokes whatever and gets to hear people laugh and that feeds my ego it feeds like my personality whatever it might be that's not the greatest thing ever but it is part of who i am right there's a secondary part that really wants to connect deeply with humans like not just a hey how's the weather surface kind of stuff that happens in social situations but actually wants to sit down on a couch somewhere and say tell me about your childhood <laughs> like you know what i mean like so i have that let part me of me that's, sob and cry with you. <laughs> yes let us talk about all the world's mysteries and philosophies and it's like aaron like you got it you like both of those are are uh, you know like they're the opposite ends of the spectrum can't you just go in the middle and just have a nice time hanging out with people you don't know and the answer is i don't know but it's really hard for me um <laughs> so <laughs> i walk away so tired um, but with that in mind, I will say uh, for our job, our previously mentioned job with CinemaSin, Sin Week has been one of those things mm -hmm. uh, where I've met a lot of people and I felt like I've been able to find that balance and really enjoy hanging out um, with people and getting to know them a little bit better and not necessarily like the, the deepest parts of all of their humanness, and but also not necessarily just performing and feeding my ego. So um, so anyhow, yeah, that's, that's probably a way too deep answer to that that question but welcome to who i am so <laughs> um yeah. here's one from jcd who asks so what's your favorite food related item that you usually only get at the holidays my aunt well technically my cousin makes a cake every christmas i have to not devour yeah i talked about the the cookies that jen makes um she makes like eight or nine different kinds of christmas cookies there's a shortbread cookie she makes that is insanely good and when it comes out of the oven it just melts in your mouth and i just want to eat it all and it's just like oh i just that have to not so i just have to not yeah um i'm gonna say wassail even though it's not eating mm. because we only make it during christmas in fact i tried to sneak it into the thanksgiving lineup and, and justin my husband was like no um i've just started doing that in the last four years i think i've made wassail it is so so yummy um and i i love it i make a huge vat of it and then we just drink off of it for the whole day you go mm -hmm. over to the stove top and you take a ladle and you just straight from the stove um and you have to like put it through a uh whatever you call the thingy the mesh to make sure that you don't get like chunks of allspice and everything mm -hmm. it is so yeah. good the uh the the sifter colander the sifter yeah whatever something like that mm -hmm. uh you reminded me of uh eggnog shakes um mm -hmm. lots of places have eggnog shakes and they are so delicious um andy's has an eggnog shake uh, brahms has an eggnog shake um oh, i know all the places so i just i just you know i'll drive out of my way not to pass a brahms this time of year <laughs> 
because I can't uh, I can't be drinking all those eggnog shakes. Uh, Jets Met says cra- craziest Aaron college story. I ask mostly because I know it's not going to be all that crazy. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not well, wrong. It could be to some people. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> there are there are actually many. <clears throat> uh, the one I will tell now involves a. Do you remember when? Wendy's had the super bar. Do you remember this this era? So Wendy's had this thing <clears throat> where they were like, we're going to put all this amazing stuff on our salad bar and people just come order the super bar. And it had like uh, tortilla shells and refried beef. Like you can make tacos on it. And like it was it was wild. And it was a buffet like Wendy. You don't remember this. This is a real thing. Google Wendy Super. This was like the nineties, right? Yeah, you're setting the stage perfectly. <laughs> just waiting for your wild college story to start. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I know you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, so the super bar looks like it started in '88, and I know it went through at least the late nineties. So for a ten year period there, they were doing this super. Shut up! I know it's. My, my wild college story involves a Wendy's. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like John, not just a Wendy's. And now the super ex- bar. Extinct. The super bar at the Wendy's. This Wendy's was my going to a bar. This is how I went to a bar. I went to Wendy's super bar. Okay, guys, give me a break, guys. There's chips on it. There are tortilla <laughs> chips. There were there were all sorts of things. The most amazing chocolate pudding I've ever had was on the Wendy's super bar. It was bar. just there. <laughs> it was just guys, there. It's it all was there. there. You eat as much as you want. Anyhow, uh, we went, a bunch of friends uh, were traveling, and I think we were in Indiana at the time, and we're like, let's hit Wendy's and get the Super Bar. (laughs) And I knew that for whatever reason that day, I was wearing uh, gym shorts underneath my jeans. Like, I had, I had, (laughs) so so I was walking around the Super Bar and decided to let my jeans fall to my ankles as I was walking around the salad bar and then pretend like I hadn't even noticed for, you know, a little bit and then just get all panicked and then run out of the store. And it was just this funny little improv kind of scene or whatever. That is the craziness that Aaron did in college. He dropped he dropped trow at a windy super bar uh, for the entertainment of his friends. Um, so there, there you go. Congratulations. I feel like I should tell an Aaron College story every week now. I feel like this needs to be a repeating segment. What a journey that was. I really, the story is that you pretended to drop your pants. Yes, yes. the entire like lead in <laughs> setting the stage was all Wendy's buffet. Only because so. you acted like you'd never heard of it. That's the only reason. It act. was just a secondary thing. It was act just a location. Like I never heard of it. I had never heard of it. I can't believe you don't know the Wendy Super Bar. You are old <laughs> enough to remember the Wendy Super Bar. Okay, let's talk about my age. Great. But then also, <laughs> I don't care. Maybe was it like a little over in your neck of the woods thing? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't think so. This. I think this was a national thing for sure. Maybe we just never went to Wendy's. <laughs> uh, I feel like I invented the "Sir, this is a Wendy's," uh, you know, meme that that now happens, but uh, but I did not. So yeah, I feel like oh I should tell a gosh. college story uh, every every year. What so, a what a what week. a story, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. We should end there, but we're going to go to Seth, who says, does Christmas stand out in the year for you guys? And if so, why do you think that is? If it does for us, I think it's because there's a lot to do. Um, And it used to be, this is a growing up story. It used to be you just experienced gifts and 
decorations and food and you just got to like walk in and now you have to make the magic happen. And so for me, Christmas is more of a dread. Um, so how it stands out for me is it's like, I am doing what I'm doing now, which is just pretending it's not, it's just going to come and go and I'm not going to have to do anything about it. But turns out it's next week. It is next week. And Um, I have a lot to do to prepare for that. Um, so yeah, Christmas stands out to me because it's a pain in the butt. I think it makes for, despite your religious connection to it, whatever that is, despite your faith connection to it. Or not. I think it makes the holiday season at the end of the year makes for a really nice time to just remember the the better things about us. You know what I mean? The, the way we can love each other, the way we can reach out to each other, uh, the ways we can help each other, give each other things. Um, I just I, I think there's this real beautiful thing about ending the year that way that I love that this this, you know, kind of November, December, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, that it's all, you know, it all feels very positive to me. And I love that we end our year on a positive uh, note. Um, So yeah, I definitely, definitely uh, feel it coming and enjoy it when it happens. I, I, you know, I wish that we could, you know, bottle that and have it uh, all year round. And I think in some ways, uh, many people do, but, um, but yeah, I, I feel it. I, the Christmas spirit, I, I, it's a real thing. I really feel it. Um, you know, with people this time of year. So, but I also know it can be really painful for a lot of people too, who have lost uh, people they love. Um, so it, there is definitely that, you know, perspective thing, but yeah. Lolly asks, what's a movie that you associate with Christmas, but isn't actually a Christmas movie? In the UK, there is always a channel showing The Great Escape, and now it feels like a Christmas movie to me. Hmm. Yeah, um, Wizard of Oz, maybe. Mm. It's not a Christmas movie, but it's often playing around Christmas, and and it's got kind of that, mm-hmm. you know, nostalgia feel to it. So that would be my answer, probably. Great Escape's a good answer, by the way. I like that one. I have no idea. Yeah, but I know that you know that, and you still care about me. I love you, Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here's a fun one. Uh, what's your favorite shape of sugar cookie cutouts? Mine is the Santa shape because Fatty likes the bigger <laughs> cookies. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Come on. <laughs> oh Uh, man i don't care what shape they are the question is what do you eat first like mm. if it's a people shaped one like if it's like a little human uh gingerbread shape do you go for the legs do you go for the head that's the question my favorite shape is the shape with the least amount of exterior edge uh so like gingerbread like people shapes are bad there's so many edges there uh not a real chance for the the center to get nice and soft and and gooey um, so yeah, circle is probably going to be the answer uh, for me. <laughs> so ornament shaped, let's go with. His is the taco shape from the uh, super bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the windy super bar. No backup in the chat, by the way. Nobody in the chat being like, "Oh yeah, I remember the windy super no, you, bar." You did. Nick said it. Uh, oh okay. Doc questioned it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair um, enough. But there's there's definitely one person that remembered. <laughs> that's that's all I need. I just need the one person. That's, that's all, all you I need. need. That's right. You don't need validation. You have a no. memory. No. Whether it's real or not, we may never know. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, guys! Thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, we go live every Monday at nine a.m. Central. Uh, and if we don't, we will tweet you about it. But we should be on a normal schedule, I think, for the rest of the year. 
which is only a couple weeks. I think the next time we'll, we'll probably have off is after Christmas, like that Monday between Christmas and New Year's. I know I won't. I will be traveling oh, uh, right. then. So so we probably now I, listen, I, I we can do this from the road. Like as long as one of us is in front of a, a, a computer to launch it, the other one can be on their phone. So um, so, yeah. <laughs> It's you. so I'm iffy, you. though, because then the is. connection goes in and out. So yep. yeah. we'll just be taking a week <clears throat> off um, at that point in time. But we'll, of course, yeah. see you again on the flip side. Um, yep. We have support from our fans on our Patreon, patreon.com slash studio DNA, where we have had people supporting the show for six years and the content that Aaron and I have been creating both for our podcast shoe the dough which you can go back and listen to a lot of stuff if you want to mm-hmm. we've been putting out in fact this show is goes into the podcast feed mm-hmm. um what you're watching now is kind of a evolution of Aaron and I's podcasting and radio days all season six baby for for you guys and we really yep. love hanging out with you on Mondays and Sundays and we hope you're having a wonderful time um because of the way that the show has evolved we um now have people watching on twitch so i'm going to tell you guys what we're going to rate in for those of you guys who are on my twitch channel while aaron does a dance jcd thank you so much for the gifted or the gifted sub to it don't connect that's wonderful thank you and breezy again thank you for your gifted sub you guys are awesome i really appreciate all your support and i will be now that um i'm kind of back in the my normal schedule i will be um twitching again i'll be streaming um as maybe city jean and babs on my roleplay community and then there's more fun stuff coming up soon after the new year so i will be telling you guys all about that soon as well while she's uh looking i will also say uh nick says <clears throat> i have a memory where i was like six and some weird old guy dropped his pants while i was getting my taco scarred me for life uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> weird old guy i was in college at the time Come on. Oh no. We are, we're going to go see C not Bush today. I know we, I have a very like select people that I follow. I probably need to expand my follow group, but he's doing some really detailed work on a sculpture today Mm -hmm. that looks so cool. And I love his chill vibe. So we're going to be raiding into C not today. Have you, you've watched C not Bush, right? I have. I love C not Bush. If I were more into Twitch, I'm sure that's one I would have on in the background. Um, I think it's great stuff. Thank you for the necklace, Lev. Yeah. Uh, this is a, one of those kind of interesting chokers. And this is a tiger's eye piece. It looks like a candy corn with a crown. It's my crowny corn. (laughs) Nice. Very nicely done. You portmanteaued that well. I'm so. Um, you guys have a wonderful week. Everybody jump in the raid for my Twitch. We're going to go watch C-Not Bush. And um, yeah, thanks guys so much for all you do. We really appreciate you. We'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. 
Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.